All right, welcome to the Usual People Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Herrera. I'm Lala. And I'm Elisa. And oh my God, guys, uh, probably for one of the first times in my life, I am the most physically healthy people <laughs> in the room. The Before we even get to what we're supposed to do today, guys, how are you feeling? Uh, I feel great. Like a... <laughs> I'm at like 60%. Okay, you you guys look terrible. I'm awake. I can tell you that much. Be You guys decided before we filmed, to, by the way, today's episode is about making a huge meal for Friendsgiving and also for Lala, but you guys decided to get so drunk last night. No, we didn't decide it. It happened. It happened. It just came on, it just got on top of you. Yeah. Elisa, you look so bad. I feel terrible. You, yeah, I don't. I don't even know how you're gonna last through this. You I'm literally gonna... can't read anything right now. Uh, no, it's not good for my brain. <laughs> <laughs> the physical act of reading is painful to you. It hurts my eye, my and right eye, not the left one. It hurts my right eye. So we've already this morning we've found out that reading hurts you. Bette Midler's song, The Rose, just hurts you or just pisses you off. I mean, it's a nice song. I really like it. But it was so long. (laughs) And it was just sad. Right. And it's just not going to be of any help for you today. Not The Rose. Not The Rose. Nope. Okay. So I'm not going to get into any of the specifics of the fucking shenanigans you guys got up to last night. Because you have jobs. And you would lose them. So they have to know who I am first. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty easy to figure it out. No one's gonna look into it, but so we're not at well, these guys aren't at their best. I'm at my I'm at a fucking hundred percent right now, guys. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I have all these things. We're we're gonna we're gonna be cooking today. We chose our most physically demanding task on the day when most of us can't do anything right now because we have no water in our bodies. I have water. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Okay. I mean, I didn't want to get into specifics, but you did just say to the toilet, I have no more to give you. <laughs> you literally said that to the toilet. I have nothing for it. <laughs> nothing. Oh. This is going to be the worst episode. <laughs> God. Yep. Yeah. Get ready, guys. This is it. Our I'm worst... gonna cook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I thought the Gilmore Girls episode was bad. But no, this is well. We don't know what's we don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. Our initial plan was so basically, what our initial plan was we we were gonna me and Elisa and Dave we're gonna cook a meal for Lala because if you don't know, Lala is a great cook and she has cooked several meals for us over the years. Uh, she makes delicious food, delicious lasagna, and we thought, hey, why not for a change, we make something for Lala. And she's not going to help at all. She's not going to get involved. But I don't think that's going to be the case anymore because, Elisa, you cannot read the recipe. I can't. I don't even want to look it up. <laughs> you can't. I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. I'm going to cook, though, but I need Lala to tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm going to get my hands dirty. <laughs> so, basically, you're going to just completely shut down your brain. No. And it's going to be like a master blaster situation where Lala's going to be like the little guy who rides on the big guy's back and you're just going to be the fin muscle. Yes. That's, that reminded me of Schlitterbahn. I was thinking Ratatouille. <laughs> okay. <laughs> be the rat pulling her hair. You're going to be the rat pulling your hair. Well, you do have rat ears on. Well, animal ears. Ah, eh, that doesn't matter. It's a bat. Yeah, it was a bat. Make a bat sound. <laughs> was that like a little pig I was doing? I don't know. <laughs> Because we couldn't decide what a bat sounds like. Wait, wait, wait. Is that what a bat sounds like? But, you know, not that low. Okay. But what were you doing? Caw? I was like, caw, caw, (laughs) That is not a bat. That is definitively not a bat. That is a a crow or a raven or some other forbidding blackbird. Somebody thought I was a cat. I was like, do these look like fucking cat ears? Right. We should explain that yesterday (laughs) was... uh, the 28th of October, we do record these ahead of time, so everyone was at Halloween parties last night, and that's why these people are in such bad shape. I'm in good shape. I mean... Am I, can you hear my eyes? I'm chewing ice. I'm sorry. They, they're in such bad shape, they couldn't even try or even pretend to try these delicious, beautiful, 
pickled eggs I brought. I'm going to try one. I am going to try one. Okay. But later. Because I just wanted to get in the full spirit of the thing. I thought we were not going to eat and that we were just going to make this meal. And that was going to be the first thing we eat today. But I would tide us over with these delicious red beet eggs from the Pennsylvania Dutch country. One of my uh, proud source of my heritage. My mom's from Pennsylvania. Every time I go up there, I see these goddamn purple eggs. And I've never tried them. And I said, I'm going to make those and give them to my friends. But uh, I think if you tried to eat them, you would. I have a joke. What's your joke? (laughs) (laughs) where did the pencil go on vacation where did the pencil i think it's on a commercial that did i mess up the commercial lowest point of our podcast ever this i mean strike that fucking time i went on that rant about those goddamn toys that your daughter made me play with (laughs) The pencil joke is the lowest point of this podcast. <laughs> Are you happy? Ice chewer chewing ice on our podcast? Oh my god. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Do we need to start over? No. 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 This, this is, is all going, going in. in. This is yeah. all going out. Okay, good. I, I told a great joke. We're not going to cut anything this episode. No, it all, it's all going in. This is going to be, we're going to record everything. We're going to record ourselves, cook everything. This it's is going to be a freaking five hour episode. Yeah, five hour episode. <laughs> Strap in, guys. This is only the beginning. We, go, we can make this work. It's only going to get better. Yeah. yeah. It can only get better. <laughs> Once you tell the pencil joke, it can only get better. I can tell another joke, but I won't. No, no. Tell another joke. Hold on, some pressure. Hold on, hold on. Um, I could tell the cookie one. Yeah. What's the cookie joke? Why did the cookie go to the doctor? Why did the cookie go to because the doctor? Because it was feeling crummy. Oh my God. Sweet Lord Jesus in heaven, what the fuck am I doing with my <laughs> Oh my God. I'm, I don't know where to go right now. Yeah, we can go. You to- have left me unmoored in a sea of uncertainty as that to how do we proceed with this. The sea of uncertainty. Yes, you're right. Um, I'm going to try to get us back on okay, track. Okay, I'm sorry. I because won't, I won't I've, do written, that I've written some things we can talk about here. I know, because one of the problems with uh, being hungover is you don't want to talk about food. I can talk about food. Okay. Don't judge me. Okay. Well, while we're talking, while we're on the subject of food, Lala brought this up earlier. What's your hangover food? What food do you like to eat after a hangover or to for a hangover? Hmm. Um, I like a steak. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like first thing in the morning, just a no. nice steak. Oh, in the morning. Well, just whenever you happen to rouse from your stupor. Well, the thing that helps me is a steak. Mm-hmm. I remember there were some bad times in my life where just a steak <laughs> made me feel so good. Uh-huh. Um, ooh, canes. What? Canes, chicken. Oh, okay. I, I don't even think it's the chicken, it's the, the cane sauce. Mm-hmm. I like that. And I like their lemonade. You should go get me a lemonade. That She's, of course, talking to her husband, Dave, our yeah. engineer. Um, what else do I... <laughs> Sorry. I should I should point out, I, I noticed, uh, again, this is a chance to learn more about my friends coming here. When Elisa is really hungover, she makes a... About 100% more demands of her husband than she does regularly. Well, I can't do it. I remember, and it's not even things that involve her. Uh, Dave asked Lala to move so she could do a sound check. And Elisa got pissed and said, don't make Lala move. I didn't get pissed. I just said it. (laughs) You looked mad. Well, because then, you know what? It meant I had to move. (laughs) <laughs> you didn't! You didn't have to move. Only Lala had to I move. I know, but it just reminded me that I would have to move later. Eventually. <laughs> it was upsetting. It was just like, Lala, she needed to move so he could set up, and then just like, don't make Lala move! That didn't sound like that. I said, don't make Lala move. Mm. Right? And you said, Lala, sit there. <laughs> no, that, that was made up. I didn't say that. Did I? Uh, yeah. You said something. Yeah. Like, Stay there. Yes, you were. You were making. You were trying to control the world to a degree that's impossible for one human being to do. Uh, Lala, what's your uh, go-to hangover cure? Food-wise, I love cheeseburgers. Mm. Just generally, but they make me feel great when I'm hungover. 
I like them with a bacon, and if I can get them dirty, I'll get them dirty. What do you mean, with an egg? Yeah. Wow. You ever had a burger that was dirty? <laughs> I've dropped burgers on the floor and then <laughs> ate them, yeah. <laughs> I've dropped plenty of food. Dirty is my diner talk. If we're, if we're egg like... On it. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, an over easy... Because I have eaten plenty of dirty food. Because <laughs> when you bite it, the yolk comes out. Yeah. The dirtiest thing I ever ate was in the fourth grade. I found a uh, Twix, half-eaten Twix bar, in a <laughs> pile of dirt. <laughs> and I picked it up and I ate it. And it was crunchy because it was filled with dirt. And that is the dirtiest thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> I used to eat grass. What? I liked the way it tasted. <laughs> Were you a cow? Yeah, Saint, Saint Augustine. Grass, if you pull it at the very end, it's yellow, and you just chew on that. It's so good. Wow. <laughs> but I, as an adult, I didn't think about like who peed there. <laughs> Why were you eating dirt? I was eating dirt because it was a garnish on a chocolate bar. Uh, it was like, I was maybe five. Uh-huh. And, uh, we were playing outside and, you know, we were making mud pies. Okay. Uh, you know, we were just playing. And uh, my cousin convinced me to actually try it. Uh, oh, you ate, but you ate mud, not dirt. No, no, no. I ate dirt. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't. God made dirt and dirt don't hurt. I was just like, but look, Lala, before you make these mud pies, you got to test the ingredients first. <laughs> what is this? Is this good enough dirt for these mud pies? I don't know. Like somehow I convinced myself that I didn't want to try the mud. So I was like, I'll just try the dirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, this gets me on to, uh, uh, <laughs> if we're not, not talking about the dirtiest things we've ever eaten, because uh, apparently we were like fucking animals eating <laughs> the soil yes, of the earth. Then. Um, what's the worst meal you've ever had? It was uh, ramen noodles. I didn't want to eat ramen. How did you fuck up ramen noodles? I didn't want to eat ramen. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to make something cool. So I I used the ramen noodles, not the packet that flavors it. Uh Uh-huh. And I put a can of corn in there. (laughs) And I think some hamburger meat. What? Yeah. You were going to boil like raw hamburger meat with your ramen? No, no, no. I, I made it all separate and then I oh, combined okay. it. It was so gross. Because you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I, I used the packet of the chicken flavor. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then put beef in it. And corn. corn. That yeah. sounds fucking terrible. It was bad. I threw it all away. That sounds like, you know, those really, stu- it sounds like one of those really stupid recipes that, you know, people come up with for like casseroles. Yeah, I did that. Without the recipe. Didn't, weren't you when you were little, didn't you and Ryan make some messed up stuff to eat before? Or no, am I thinking of something else? Like something to do with Lucas or Chamoy or something? Oh, um, no, we didn't make anything. We were just eating, um, I think it was Batman cereal. Okay. Uh, and we were just like, put Lucas in your cereal. And oh, so we God. Put it on. It was really good. Because you know when you <laughs> chew Lucas, it, it's got that... Tangy. Yeah. So if somebody, for people who don't know, can somebody explain what Lucas is? Because I really like. To me, it's just what is it? Just chili powder. Chili and powder salt? mixed with lead. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> they had to recall it because there was lead in it. And then Ryan, our friend Ryan, was like, "No, it tastes better with lead in it." Yeah. yeah. So he stockpiled all the Lucas with lead he could find, <laughs> and still has it, and he still enjoys it occasionally. I don't know if he has it anymore. Oh, he ate all the lead. Yeah. What is wrong with our friend group that we're eating dirt, grass, and lead? But this idea of Ryan constantly eating lead gets me onto another thing I was interested in because Lala, we're making this meal for you, and goddamn, this could be your last meal. Are we we don't know. We don't. Her? No, I'm just saying we don't know what's going to happen because I, mean, I think it's fairly obvious that out of all of us, Lala's going to die first. No. In some sort of Mr. Beanish type mishap. <laughs> no, I think that's like my superpower. Like, because I'm so clumsy. Uh-huh. And I do so much stupid shit, but I'm like durable. Okay. Sure. <laughs> you can believe that. But in my head, I'm constantly preparing myself for your funeral. Because I think because I, I think you're the only friend of mine that I'm going to outlive. <laughs> because <laughs> it's going to go wrong for you sooner or later. More wrong than usual. Maybe you're right. I hope you're right. I hope I don't have to go to your funeral, Lala. 
Um, uh, although I would like to go to at least one of my friends' funerals. I mean, no, I, you're probably right. Like, because like, I'm going to be the... I like, obviously, I'm the first to die out of all of us. But I think... Maybe that's just my hope. But that just got me on the idea of last meals. Well, yeah, you're probably right because the older I'm getting, the... Uh, More brittle your bones. Uh, yeah, like I'm getting less and less durable. Right. Like I threw up my back the other week. That wouldn't have happened no. a decade ago. Exactly. <laughs> All these weird... It's like the jackass guys. They can't keep it up. Yeah. You can't keep up your luck. Someday, <laughs> one of these days you're going to fall, your damn arm's going to come off. That's just what's going to happen. But that got me looking up uh, last meals of famous murderers, killers, and all this. And I just wanted to run these a uh, few of these by you. Um, we got uh, John Wayne Gacy, of course, the infamous clown killer. He was put to death in Illinois by, by lethal injection at the age of 52. Uh, he was sentenced to death for the rape and 33 counts of uh, murder. And for his last meal, he re requested 12 fried shrimp, a bucket of original recipe KFC, French fries and a pound of strawberries. Well, didn't he like own a KFC or something? He managed three KFCs that's in his life. That's what it was, yeah. Um, so that's not bad for a last meal, I don't think. But I think Timothy McVeigh had a pretty shitty last meal. Uh, the guy blew up the Oklahoma City uh, building, uh, put to death in Indiana by lethal injection at the age of 33. Hey, outlived Timothy McVeigh. Did better than him. Oh, yeah. He was sentenced uh, to death for 168 counts of murder. And his last meal, he just requested two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream. That's stupid. That is stupid. <laughs> what were you thinking, Tim? I think he was doing it to get back at the, the world. <laughs> like, um, you know, because it's not going to settle in your stomach that great. Yeah. And whoever's got to cut him open... They, 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 yeah. You think it was to piss off whoever had to cut open his stomach yep. after he died? Yep. <laughs> okay. I mean, that dude was an asshole. Do they do autopsies? They don't have to do autopsies. <laughs> right. Because they, they had to they figure out where the ice cream was. <laughs> God damn it. We have to be sure this ice cream was in his stomach and not his esophagus. What are the rules for putting someone to death? Is it like you surgery put them to where death? They, I mean, the they idea don't let them that. Eat? I think it's hilarious that there are rules for putting someone to death. <laughs> like, I, don't, like, I don't think they get last meals anymore. Uh, they do get last meals. In Texas, a guy... What happened was, I forget who it was, but in Texas, there was a guy who demanded this completely extravagant, over-the-top last meal, and then he didn't eat any of it. And then Texas decided, well, none of them get last meals now, which is the most... <laughs> Texas fucking thing to do. It's just like, well, if they're not going to eat their last meals, they don't get any last meals. These these ungrateful pricks. Yes, that are dying. That, were, that we're about to murder. So basically, their last, the, uh, in Texas, uh, uh, inmates' last meal is whatever they're serving in the cafeteria that day. Well, that sucks. Don't commit crime in Texas then. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure that was like something they thought of like, was it going to be a big deterrent? Look, before we murder you, you don't get to eat shrimp. You have to eat uh, porridge and cornbread or whatever the fuck they serve in the yeah. prisons. Like, like, that's the mentality. It's just like, yeah, that'll stop murder and rapes. Yeah, like, uh, I, I would, if I had to choose a last meal, I would want to try fugu. Fugu, what's yeah. that? The blowfish. Oh. The, you know, that could kill you if it's cooked wrong. That'd be such a, <laughs> I mean, at that point, I'd be kind of on the prison side. It's like, oh, that's such a pain in the ass thing to get a hold of. <laughs> get a hold of a fucking blowfish. Find a chef who knows how to prepare it. And then it's just like, because if this person dies before we kill them, we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> Because uh, I think the only people that are actually certified to like cook it are in Japan. Would you right. cook it? Would I cook? They, I don't think they would they let would you cook it. No, if it's your last meal, does it matter? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's so many goddamn rules to this whole thing. It's just like, I mean, they're not gonna let the guy cook them for themselves. I don't think. Well, if it's Lala's last meal. Uh huh. And you have the option. Would you cook it? Are you trying to get out of cooking this meal for Lala? No. <laughs> Are you trying to turn this around so that, Lala, if this is your last meal, maybe I shouldn't be handling it right now? No. Okay. No. So you would eat blowfish. You know what? I don't give a shit about anything right now. Well, I And do. I'm just going to bring up this fact that's been bugging me because this, is, this episode's off the rails. Uh -huh. uh, we can all agree on that. So I'm just going to bring up something that's been bugging me. I work in a haunted house, 
right now. Yeah. It's we're still in the Halloween season. And in this haunted house, I mainly in a, I'm in a spooky room with a zombie. And there's this bookcase in the spooky room with the zombie. And on this spooky bookcase are books like The Firm by John Grisham. <laughs> Dion Sanders autobiography. The football player? Yes. Okay. Three books written by Steve Martin. Um a biography of Hillary Clinton. And all things like that. Those are the books that are on the spooky bookcase. And it cracks me up every time I see a new goddamn when I saw the Dion Sanders book on that fucking bookcase. They switch them out? No, they just like, I just noticed them. There's a bunch of books. And oh. then it's just like, there's the Dion Sanders. Because here's the thing, like people have to, it's part of an escape room. And people like go through these books to look for clues. <laughs> so they're in, they're being chased by a zombie and they stop like, is this Dion Sanders autobiography? What is this doing here? In a creepy zombie room. I'll put that back because there are no clues in it. So... I needed to get that out because I it's... be bothered to go get, get spooky a set books. of encyclopedias? No. Or, you know, like the Necronomicon or anything like yeah. that. It was just... I just had to get that out. It was bubbling up within me. Um, I'm going to try to get us back on track. Guys, we got to start cooking soon. Yeah. What's, what are we cooking for Lala today, Elisa? I am going to try to make a Cornish hen. Uh, four of them. Four Cornish hens? Yes. With lemon. And you are not going to read anything to try to do this. I don't even know if I'm going to do it. Yeah. We don't know if this is even happening because you said you might just end up making some frozen pizzas. Yeah. And those would go great with my pickled eggs and the twice-baked potatoes that I'm going to make, which I have no idea how you do them. I know you break them twice. It's in the name. So... We're going to do that. Uh, Dave, are you cooking anything? <laughs> you, I didn't even notice how bad Dave is. Because <laughs> Dave hasn't been talking, but Dave is not doing well either. He is not enjoying any of this. What are you cooking? Uh, I'm, on, I'm, I'm doing mac and cheese. You're making macaroni and cheese. Oh, wait, but I found a recipe. It was uh, Aretha Franklin's macaroni and cheese. Ooh. Or did I get the name Patty wrong? Patty LaBelle. Patty LaBelle's mac and cheese. Patty LaBelle's mac and cheese. Okay, guys. We're going to make this food. I forgot the broccoli. I know. I just realized that. Shit. <laughs> no broccoli. No broccoli. No vegetables. <laughs> okay. No. But, well, we got the potatoes. Basically, Dave is passed out. <laughs> Dave is as now. Dave is not here anymore. I don't know if this episode is actually going to be released <laughs> at this point. <laughs> we have no idea if we actually can air this. This has been a fucking shambles. We don't know if this food is going to be made, but... Um, Check back with us after the break. Something will have happened. We might have just watched Spice World instead of making food because <laughs> I know that's something Elisa wants to do is make is watch Spice World for some reason. I can't do it right now. <laughs> You're so out of it. I can't watch Spice World. I don't have the the mental the joy capability in your life to, do it. To, <laughs> to sit through Spice sit through World. it. Oh my god. I don't know. I, I literally don't know what's going to happen. Dave is out. Elisa is barely functioning. I don't know how to cook at all. I failed at making mayonnaise. I set an oven on fire. Mayonnaise is so good when you make it. I failed. I tried to make mayonnaise three times. Failed every time. I'm going to get more into that after the break. Let's start cooking, guys. We'll be back. We'll have the meal done, ready, eaten. And we'll see if we can make Lala happy like she's made us happy so many times in the past. All right. We'll be back. Bye. All right. Don't. Oh, I would have lose my mind if you just clapped right now, Lala. <laughs> Welcome back to the usual people at, uh, I don't even know if we actually made clear what the hell we were doing in the first half because we got really derailed. And before I even try to make it clear what we're doing today, why, Elisa, did baby Jessica make you afraid of whales? Because she fell in a well, but no, like... <laughs> God damn it. She fell in a well. Yes. And I was, uh... My parents would watch the news because they were waiting for baby Jessica to get saved from this well. And I thought they were talking about a whale. whale. <laughs> and I had been to SeaWorld and I was just like, how did she fall in this tank? Like, 
How did that even happen? Uh-huh. Why didn't she drown or get crunched? Like, how is she still alive in the belly of this whale? Yeah. And you then were confused also about the positionality of the whale. Like, it had to be vertical, you kept saying. Yeah, because I saw her trying to get... Um, well, I saw her actually get lifted out of the well. So you thought there was a whale in a well facing up. No, I thought it was still in its tank. They put it like in a... But you saw her being taken out of a well. I know. And I was wondering, why aren't they showing the whale? <laughs> like, I had a lot of questions and they weren't ever answered by my parents. God damn. So I think that's where my... Uh, the whale fear... Fear. The fear fear whales come from. from. Yeah. Like, cool. And then, you know, with the Discovery Channel and the, the smartness. So what this episode was actually about <laughs> was... Our friend Lala cooks for us all the time, and we were, for the first time, going to get her to cook. And I would say that on a personal level, the results were disastrous. Um, (laughs) All that happened was everybody got mad at each other. Uh, Lala felt guilty the whole time because she wasn't helping us cook anything. Um, When we first started to cook... Lala and Elisa just went to the couch. And that's what Lala was supposed to do, but that's not what Elisa was supposed to do. <laughs> I was supposed to make the chicken. You were supposed to make the chicken, but you didn't. No. That was all left to me and David. Y'all did great. Yeah. I cut my hand <laughs> on chicken ice. I literally bled. Okay, here's what happened. The chicken was not defrosted. Sorry. It was... Not, we had to put it in the microwave to defrost six Cornish game hands. I don't know why we made six. There's only four of us. The recipe called for six. (laughs) We follow the six hen recipe. So we put it in the microwave. They don't defrost entirely. So when we have to open it up, because the recipe requires us to rub uh, spices inside of the chicken and then stuff it with lemons. And when we try to open it up, it's just full of blocks of ice. And... Idiotically, I felt I saw the solution to this was to be, well, I'll just dig the ice out of this bird cavity with my bare hands. And it was working for three of the birds. But then I got to the fourth bird and the ice was very sharp inside that bird. I I don't I can't imagine a more toxic thing to puncture your flesh with than ice in a raw chicken. There's just I don't know what's going to happen to me. I hope you don't get like salmonella yeah, exactly. or the bird flu. Exactly. <laughs> so I puncture my finger on ice. Um, and then I finally realize, oh, what if I just hold these things under a water? You know, I just realized. What? This uh, might be important archival evidence because you're patient zero. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody mark this down. I was the guy who cut myself on raw chicken ice. And I didn't I didn't know until today that there was such a thing as chicken ice. Me either. But there is. And I cut myself on it. I imagine it was like um, in Superman, you know, the hideout, the crystal. Right. That's what it looked like. It if didn't. you were tiny. <laughs> if I was a little man living inside these frozen yes. chickens. But you know, like how jagged everything is. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that image. Uh, Because that's what it was. It was exactly like that. Get the ice melted. Um, We pour... We don't know what we're doing. It feels... Sticking your hand into the orifice of a tiny bird, dead bird, is a very... I've never done it before. I've never made a bird of this... I've never made any kind of whole bird before. And it was very, it makes you very aware of what you're dealing with, which is the dead body of a once living thing. And you can't, I don't know how chefs do not feel like serial killers when they're doing what they do. When I just got my hand in this thing, rubbing spices all over the inside of it. I mean, Elisa, when the things were done and you were, when you took it out, (laughs) you screamed, it has a butthole. (laughs) It did. You... And its legs were tied up. Yeah. And it just, you can see where the the arms were or the mm-hmm. wings because they don't have actual arms. Yeah. It looked like a body, a dead body. Yeah. You were basically having a naked lunch moment when you realize what exactly it is that involves, in what is involved in eating flesh. 
and it bothered you. Yeah, and it's so tiny. Yeah, and helpless. Yeah. And probably really scared when it died. Uh, no. <laughs> that fear tastes oh so delicious. Jesus, Lala. <laughs> I think you, among of all people, do not give most do not do not give a shit about what animals feel as far as food goes. Yeah, as Would far you, as food goes. Like you, that doesn't move you at all. Like you're a, you're a very ethical person. Yeah, yeah. Um, I find vegetarians annoying. Though. Okay. Because you know they're like a they're like the. You know, really annoying skeptics, you know? Mm -hmm. They feel like they're completely right. Right. About their vegetarianism. And they push their beliefs on mm -hmm. other people. And, you know, the rest of the world, they can't survive off of a vegetarian diet. There's places in the world where you just can't. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I feel like it's more ethical just to eat meat. Okay, well, that's fair. <laughs> well, this gets into the whole thing. Like, when I was doing, like, thinking up questions for this show, this got into something... Because, like, I figure that for most morbidly obese people like myself, we either have a very simple relationship with food or a very complicated relationship with food. And I think I have a really complicated relationship with food because it always I'm always constantly thinking about what a hell life is. And when you get down to the basics of it, humans can't survive without eating life like even if you're a vegetarian you still have to eat living things to live mm -hmm. like they don't have a central nervous system they probably don't feel pain although i do want to prove that plants feel pa plants feel pain podcast because actually i saw something about a study about uh you know that plants have a very simple sentience uh-huh and i can't remember what, how they were proving this. Well, it's probably beyond us to even understand it. Yeah. But it's just like... But just even in space, most basic level, like, in order us for us to live, we have to kill. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm not saying that as a defense, because I actually wish I could become a vegetarian. I'm just too weak to do it. Um, because uh, you, you, there are parts of the world where people can't survive on a vegetarian lifestyle, but we don't live in those parts. No. It's very easy to survive on a vegetarian lifestyle where we live. Um... But I just can't. Like, I can't break myself. I have no self-control. I have... I just eat meat because it tastes good. I tried to become a vegetarian in eighth grade. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I decided I was going to be a vegetarian, and then I got home from school, and my mom made beef tips with white rice. Mm-hmm. Well, that was one of my hangover foods, right? Not, no. Yeah. yeah the last the ones meal. Yeah, it was the last meal food. Yeah. And so, I was like, God damn it. So, I just tried to eat the rice. And it was very, like, plain. So I put gravy on it. Uh -huh. And I was like, this gravy is so good. <laughs> and then I did, I gave in. So, like, my vegetarian uh, lifestyle lasted for maybe, like, four hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, pretty good. I was a vegetarian for about a year. How did that work out? Well, obviously it failed, but... Yeah. Were um, you happy doing it? Or what was... What broke you of the vegetarian lifestyle? I don't remember exactly. I want to say it was a cheeseburger. Yeah. I just love cheeseburgers. So much. <laughs> uh, so much. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not really... Maybe it was like the one thing I did to rebel against my parents. Not the one thing. But like oh, this was in like in high school? Yeah, it was like eighth grade. So again, it wasn't sort of an Freshman ethical year. thing. You were just trying to piss off your parents. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> they had to, you know... You know, work things out so that I could eat. <laughs> yeah. It was just an inconvenience on everybody. Yes. <laughs> One of my favorite um, vegetarian stories was uh, from director Guillermo del Toro, who directed uh, Pan's Labyrinth and uh, Pacific Rim. And he said after he watched uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he became a vegetarian. And he was a vegetarian, I think, I forget, like, I think it was 10 years he was a vegetarian. And then one day he just ate four whole chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and it broke him of the habit. And I think, yes, that's how you do that. That's awesome. It's not awesome, but. Because I don't, here's the thing. I don't want to be one of those people who sneers at vegetarians or vegans because ethically I agree with everything they say. Um, for the most part, maybe I don't agree with how they say it and all that, but I think if you can live your life without inflicting harm on anybody or anything, you should, but you're right. They are just kind of annoying. <laughs> and, and it's, a, and it's the same thing with new atheists. It's just like, 
you, you, you're probably right. There probably isn't a God, but stop being a fucking dick Asshole, about it. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. So because I never want to. I just don't want to be an asshole. Yeah. I want to. I try to. I want to avoid it, but I, you know I can't. Um. So me and Dave, we get these chickens. Oh my god! And then I put in my loaded my twice baked baked potatoes way too early, way <laughs> too goddamn early. They were done at least an hour and a half before anything else was done, and they weren't done. <laughs> they were filled. With chunks of inedible raw potato. I don't even know how that's possible because I scooped the things out and then mashed the potatoes and then put them back in. They somehow re-solidified in the process. Oh, Lala, I want you to sort of grade what's going on because you're the master chef here. What grade would you give my twice-baked potatoes? You had some. Uh, yeah, uh... I didn't understand it because there were parts that were so well cooked, like yeah. corners of the potato. Yeah. And then, you know, there were large chunks that were not cooked. <laughs> at all. In <laughs> any all. way. It left that starchy taste in your mouth, too. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and it really needed more... Um, baking time. Yeah. Well, it needed more baking time, but it really needed more seasoning. Seasoning, also. yes. There wasn't enough seasoning. And also, you informed me that I should have poked holes in the baked potatoes. Yeah, you should have poked holes um, so that it helps cook the cooking it process. Didn't, uh, and and which did not apply to these potatoes. <laughs> so, a letter grade, what would you give my twice-baked potatoes? Uh, a D. It's a pass, but... <laughs> You, you just don't want me in your class again. Yeah. But you want me to know that I did bad. <laughs> so get out of here. You suck. Your potatoes. Now, Elisa, you claim Patty LaBelle doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah. She when it comes to her own macaroni and cheese. Yeah, because uh, you're supposed to bake it for 35 minutes, but uh-huh. I thought that's too long. 20 minutes is good. And it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't good. No. But we didn't bother to put it back in the oven, did no, we? No, we were hungry. Yeah. We were ready to eat. Yeah. We had finally we finally got our second wind, I feel, at that point. Yeah. Because literally all that had been going on while the chicken was cooking was everybody going, uh Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. I mean, David went to sleep, Lala went to sleep, Elisa tried to go to sleep, but she couldn't. No, I closed my eyes. Yeah. So I was just sitting here at the table by myself, not doing anything, <laughs> waiting for everyone to wake up <laughs> to finish this. I'm sorry. It's fine, but... And then you've got a pain in your stomach. Um, you've got the lemonade in you from Cane's. Yes, it's super, uh, super, super, super. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was going to say, so I'll just say super. <laughs> okay. Again. What was I going to say? Uh, it's good. <laughs> it's good. It's a. It has a transformative effect on you. Yeah, it's a. Uh, what did they call it earlier? It's super. <laughs> let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's at got this super point. healing powers. So you after things were. I think things were very tense for a while while cooking because Dave was really, really not happy that Elisa wasn't helping us with the chicken. And yeah, he kept he, saying, "What are you doing over there? What are you doing, Elisa? Why are you on the couch? We gotta get this chicken made." Yeah, I need so, my help in that. Yeah, I was no good. And I came to the kitchen at one point because I was like, "Maybe I'll help since Elisa isn't helping." No. and then you're just like, "No, go." And then I saw how David was cutting the carrots, and he's like, "Don't judge me." Right. <laughs> and I was just like. Okay. This if was, I can't say anything, if you, I can't you comment, had to go to, a, I have to yeah, you had to get out away. of here, yeah, and which is the dumbest. Like, the whole point was to try to do something nice for you, and we were making you feel like a monster. Just like, don't look at us, Lala. Jesus, this is all because of you, which didn't help your feelings of guilt, of guilt at all. Just, uh, we couldn't have. This was the dumbest plan we've ever had. I think it it could have been executed had I not gone out last night. Right. Had you not gone out last (laughs) night. Which I wasn't going to bring up. I wasn't going to bring up the more salacious parts of what you did last night. But tell us about this uh, message you got from your uh, neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) So on our neighborhood Facebook page, (laughs) there was this lady that was commenting that Somebody was uh, like an Uber driver uh-huh. at two thirty-eight in the morning was 
trying to get the code or the gate open because he was delivering people. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm pretty sure that was us. Yes. I don't know. You don't, you have no memory of even being in this car. Yeah. Mm, I remember yeah. getting in and sitting down, yeah. and I think I put my seatbelt on. But. And it was at this, um, so he's just calling random people to try yeah. to get this gate code at 2.30 in the morning yeah. in your neighborhood, and you don't hey, you have no memory of this, which means you also don't know how he got you out of his car. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because the guy, I think in the message, said that the people were asleep. So you guys were asleep in his car. He obviously couldn't rouse you, or if he did, he couldn't make any sense of you. And then he somehow got you out of the car. <laughs> and then after you learned this, Lala, you realized you didn't tip him enough. No, I didn't because I woke up at 5 in the morning and I looked at my phone and I was like, oh, I didn't tip him. So I just, you know, sent him $5. It was a $17 ride. So yeah. $5. And then uh, after I heard this, I felt so guilty. Because that guy's ride <laughs> yeah. must have been a goddamn nightmare. Yeah. Like, like, unless he just, like, grabbed your sleeping forms and tossed you out of the car onto the lawn. He had to have you... woken us up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. You know, I... that's not bad. I mean, if we were asleep, is that really a bad thing? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I mean, we could have been obnoxious yeah. and loud. Oh, I'm, sh- I'm almost certain you were obnoxious and loud and that he just was like... He didn't want to say that these people are so messed up, I can't get any sense out of them. So he just said you were asleep. No, we were sleeping. Okay. I've decided that. <laughs> and I, and I'm, I'm, again, and I'm just worried that in your blackout states, you, you've done horrible things to people. No way. You Okay. You you maintain that you it's not possible for you to murder somebody. Yeah, because I don't feel guilty. <laughs> if I would have felt guilty, then it's possible that I might have murdered somebody. <laughs> you... Okay, and like, Lala, you but Lala, you think it is possible for you to murder somebody? Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, okay. But you know, I'm convinced everyone's capable of it. Right. Exactly. Well, everyone, yeah, everyone is capable of murder. Um, speaking of murder, we cooked more food. We ate this food. Lala, letter grade. What did you think of the chicken? Uh, okay. Well, it was really obvious you didn't use like half of the ingredients. Right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you didn't use the onions or the garlic? We didn't use the onions or the garlic because the process was already underway and those things were just not going to happen at some point. you forgot to put the chicken broth in We forgot to put the chicken broth and we Mm -hmm. added it halfway through. So... Thank God for that. You know, the chicken was cooked right. The chicken Um, was cooked right, which is really just a matter of leaving something in an oven long enough. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and we actually tested the temperature and Mm -hmm. it was at the right temperature and everything. So, you know, I'll give you all a B for that just because it could have tasted better. Yes. Yeah, had you used all the ingredients. Yes, exactly. A B is pretty good. A B is pretty good for, I mean, I wasn't even supposed to be making this chicken. Sorry. (laughs) I stepped up eventually. Yeah, you did with the macaroni and cheese. And I did the dishes, so... That, that, y'all made a mess. We did. We <laughs> did not reuse a utensil once. <laughs> Anytime we had to do a new job, we got out a u- new utensil. Yeah, I think I like cleaned like six knives. Yeah, we were not. We just we couldn't risk cross contaminating, and but then we would forget what knives had done what, so we'd have to get out a new <laughs> knife because we didn't know which knives had touched the chicken or not. So that was a whole problem. Um. Okay, then let's grade uh, her macaroni and cheese. Patty LaBelle's famous macaroni and cheese. How did that turn out? It was actually good. It tasted really good, but uh, the texture was weird. So I'm going to give you a C on that because you just willfully ignored. <laughs> <laughs> you completely ignored. I, you know what I did? I ignored directions. I'm Through, terrible I, at cooking. With we directions. didn't put in the onions and the garlic. That was because we just screwed up. <laughs> But you knew what to do, and you didn't do it. Yeah, there was parts where I was supposed to measure. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You, we learned this about salt. your cooking. Oh well, I don't measure either. Yeah, uh, I can't I never do it. I can't. I can't live my life like that. I have to measure everything out. Um, Which is probably why the chicken was under seasoned. Like you used the exact amount of salt that it asked for. You know, you don't have to be so cutting about it. <laughs> yeah, give me. We a know C we now. fucked up, Lala. <laughs> You know, this was for you, Lala. We were doing it for you, and now you're attacking us. Oh, my God. At least I know how to make macaroni and cheese. I've never made it outside of the box. 
Right. Well, I mean, it seemed pretty easy. And if you just would have followed directions... I learned how to dot butter. What's that? That's a thing. What's that? The recipe said dot butter. (laughs) Or dot the... Explain it. What it means. That's all it said. It was dot butter. But what is it? Oh, what? I had to ask Lala for help because I was like, I don't know what the Which fuck dot butter is. Completely goes means. against what the whole point of this. But at that point, we just had to get this done. Yeah, like it was. I was like, why wouldn't they explain? But it just means to like tear apart the butter mm-hmm. with my hands and dot it, or you could like you sprinkle know, it, it almost. It, but, you know, that doesn't usually work unless you have really cold butter. Oh, and it was not cold. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. We went from a D for my twice-baked potatoes, up to a B for the chicken, back down to a C for uh, the macaroni and cheese. Patty LaBelle's Patty macaroni Patty LaBe- LaBelle's famous macaroni and cheese. What is a Patty LaBelle song, anyway? Does anybody even know one off the top of their head? Lala does. No, no she doesn't. Don't. <laughs> we don't even know what Patty LaBelle sings. It I... doesn't matter. Um, wow. <laughs> Should so, I Google one? I think what what was great is, though, that was we... Because I think this episode is going to come around uh, right around Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's the plan. Yeah. We really did recreate the feeling of Thanksgiving. All that, the disappointment. All the disappointment. Pressure. pressure. <laughs> Nobody wanted to do this. Like, when I got here, none of you were in <laughs> the right state to be making anything. And so then... I was like, and I could have called it. I could have just said, okay, we'll watch Spice World instead. But I had bought the goddamn potatoes, and I wasn't going to not make my twice-baked potatoes Mm -hmm. today. I said my twice-baked potatoes, like it's a thing I make. And so instead of making Spice World, I forced all of us to get involved, except for Lala, to get involved in a huge meal. And Dave's just watching the Spurs. (laughs) Great. That's how great this podcast is going right now. He's not even paying attention. He's watching the Spurs on his phone. This is amazing. This is not even our sound man is interested in anything we're saying right now. Well, that's that's perfect. That goes in. This today sucked. No, (laughs) today was was great. I once I felt better. I feel I feel like it was good. Yeah, it was it was a good friendsgiving. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't talk to each other much because we were either sleeping or we just didn't want to talk to each other. Uh, At one point, I went outside and played fetch with the dogs to get out of this. uh, I would. It's not a toxic environment, but there was a heavy cloud over everything. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, let's never cook together again. I. I would say that. Yeah. If we're going to cook, we're going to make Lala cook. cook. Yeah, Yeah. just make me cook and then show up when the food's ready. Yeah. Like, I can assist and cut things. Don't help. I think you're a bad influence (laughs) on Lala. No way. I'm a good helper. Right? Yeah. Yeah, see? She said yes. You're an all right helper. Yeah, you're a C student, though. (laughs) You got a C on your project. I think if she's going to get help from anybody, it's the boys who got the Bs. If anything, I should get an F because I didn't even cook what I was supposed to. (laughs) Yeah. Because Dave was supposed to cook the macaroni and cheese, yeah. but you took over that because you were out during the first half. So, I think it's safe to say, this was a huge failure. Cooking for Lala is, without a doubt, the worst thing I've ever done for this podcast. <laughs> I cut myself on chicken ice. I, there's, my blood probably got into the chicken, so there's cross-contamination going. Some of you probably ate my damn blood. Yeah. Um... It wasn't good. Nobody touched my goddamn pickled eggs, which I feel <laughs> offended by. I'm going to try it. The, the thing is, I need to build up, uh, <laughs> you know, the courage. Gag reflex. The courage to do it, because I don't like boiled eggs. Sure. It's, I, mean, I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have made something that nobody wants. I'll try one. Okay. Yeah. After the podcast, because this is, we got to wrap this up. Okay, so if you don't know how to cook... Don't cook for your friends. Just keep forcing your one friend that knows how to cook to make all the meals because maybe that makes them happy. I don't know. Do you like cooking for people, Lala? Yeah, I do. Okay. I, I, I especially enjoy the satisfaction of knowing it's a good meal. Okay. I hate it when it comes out terrible. Sure. No one wants to... Well, that's not true. I actually don't care about giving people bad stuff. Most of my creative output over the last 10 years has been terrible, so I obviously don't care about quality. (laughs) But, so that's what we're going to do from now on. Guys, I know this episode was a weird one. It's like we felt weird making it. 
Um, I'm already feeling the effects of the chicken ice in my blood system. I'm weirdly hot right now, which can't be good. Like, so my body's getting hot. Something's going to happen to me. So let's end this here. Does anybody else have anything else to say about this disaster of a day? I do. Yeah. Um, we didn't mention anybody um, coming after us. We, we destroyed ourselves this time. <laughs> Nobody had to come after, after us. We fucked ourselves. This does not... It, Justin Trudeau, Amy Sherman Palladino, Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'll get into that another day. None of them had to come after us because we just... We're our own worst enemies, guys. Yeah, and we just ate this. We don't know how it's going to affect us at this point. Yeah. And, you know, Anthony's patient zero now. Yeah, so... Uh, we might be facing the end of humanity as we know it because of it. I don't oh, know. Oh, God. Just because of this damn meal. Just because of this fucking meal. <laughs> All right, guys. So, we're going to end it here. Uh, follow us. You know what? Don't follow us. After today, we don't deserve a fandom. We don't deserve anything. If you want to, you can try putting unusual people into Google and look stuff up. But as of right now, we do not deserve your patronage or anybody's pity or mercy. So, goodbye. <laughs>